This Rhythm and News podcast is brought to you by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.seataxshops.com. This morning, we'll start the show by talking football, as in Metro League football action in Seattle, as we'll have a conversation with Pat McCarthy, Executive Director of Athletics for Seattle Public Schools and President of the Metro League. Good morning, Pat. Hey, Chris. How are you this morning? I'm doing good. And yourself? I'm pretty good. Good to hear you. Oh, likewise. Uh, Pat, the football season is winding down, and for most teams, the season has come to an end. Uh, and a few Metro League teams are still alive in the state playoffs. Uh, first, uh, let's talk about the season as a whole because this has been a very exciting year for Metro League sports. In particular, as we talk about the most high-profile sport of the fall season, and that is football. Uh, can you talk a little bit about the season and the standard that seems to have been set uh, this year by the Metro League? Yeah, you bet. Well, you know, the season isn't winding down for a couple of our schools uh, as they're still in the playoffs and so forth. But, you know, it's uh, when we start out, uh, the season in you know uh, middle of August. Now uh, teams are competing all year long, and and uh, we're we're right at the cusp of uh, state championships. It's been a great season for us in the Metro League. We've had very competitive games all year long. The teams have done and the coaches have done uh, an outstanding job. We've had just terrific games all year long, and uh, it's now we're coming into the final stages where um, a couple of our teams are still competing for a state championship. Right. Now, let's talk about the uh, postseason awards a little bit. Um, as the league recently released their all-metro team for both the Mountain and the Sound Divisions, uh, first of all, can you talk a little bit about the divisions and how they are structured in the Metro League? Yeah, yeah. So in, in, in football, we have, uh, we've gone to a two-division tiered model. And what that means uh, to our listeners here is, is that we have a, uh, a mountain division with our, our top teams. Uh, there's eight teams in that. And then we have a sound division. And uh, it, each, each division plays each other once, which gives them uh, seven games. And then they have a non-league game at the beginning of the year. So it's, it's highly competitive in the mountain division with our top teams. In the sound division, that's equally as competitive, uh, you know, and uh, those some of those teams are more in the building of their programs, but it's highly competitive there too. So, um, you know, as we as we set this up, you know, it's 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 all in mind of, of good competition for the kids. So, right and now, there are some marquee names on the All Metro uh, League list. The Mountain Division is headlined by running backs and co-league MVPs and. Uh, O'Day's Jason Brown and Rainier Beach's Scott Trey Humphreys, both of which are very physical uh, runners. Uh, and on the defensive side, you have the MV- co-MVPs of uh, Caleb Presley uh, of Rainier Beach and 
Michael Montgomery of Garfield. Uh, these players are voted on by the coaches, uh, I believe. Uh, and, and needless to say, you know, whoever is making these decisions uh, has some tough choices in front of them because there is a lot of talent in the Metro League. That well, you, you're exactly right, Chris. You know, and I. <laughs> I, I don't envy the, the the folks that you know have to make those decisions. And what what happens is is that the coaches from each each division get together after the season. They talk about you know who their top players are and agree on um, you know who who the all metro kids are. And they have first team, second team selections. And uh, you know that that's that's uh, a difficult process. But you know the coaches the coaches are are um, you know collaborate. They get along. They 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 are in it for the kids, and uh, you know they they come up with a uh, a good list. It's a it's a difficult way to get there, but uh, you you can tell by the looking at that list how talented and strong some of our players are in our league. Right now, speaking of coaches, let's talk a little bit about the coach of the years. Uh, there's a coach of the year in the Sound Division, a coach of the year in the Mountain Division. Um, let's start with yeah. the Sound Division with Two coach, great coaches. Uh, Yep, uh, with Coach Terry Green of uh, Franklin, which is a well-deserved honor because he's really turned that program around in a very short period of time. Oh, boy. You know, I, I think of two programs. Uh, one is Franklin, and Terry's done a marvelous job with Franklin. You know, they, they competed for the for the top spot in the sound division all year, and, you know, they were in a tiebreaker for the for that top spot in the playoffs uh, at the end of the year. So he... He's done a phenomenal job there and turn around that program. You know, the other program in that sound division that really came a long way was Ingram. You know, Ingram had an outstanding season again. They were another team that, just like Franklin, was uh, at the top of the division. So, uh, you know, those two programs really had a great season, you know, good turnarounds for those those programs. Um, and then, you know, and then in the mountain division, you know, Corey over at Rainier Beach, Corey Sampson, you know, has that honor, and, and he's done a phenomenal job at Rainier Beach. Right. And, and Pat, uh, speaking of the sound division, uh, you know, it's you talked about the competitive nature uh, in the sound division and the mountain division, and I believe the um, sound division wound up with a three-way tie for first place with mm-hmm. Lincoln, Franklin, uh, and and Ingram, which really went down to the last few weeks of the season. I think, I believe, Lincoln turned around. Lincoln had beat Franklin and then Franklin had turned and I and I think Ingram had beat Lincoln and then Franklin turned around and beat Ingram who was undefeated at the time and they all tied for first place um, which again just talks about the competitive nature uh, of, of the you know the division and the sound division um, and you look at a, a program like Lincoln that you know was a new school that started with very few kids and they just kind of built that program along as well and I think. You know, when you talk about these programs that are getting built um, in that sound division, there's a number of teams that are just have just, you know, been able to just restructure their program, refocus and just build them into the competitive teams. You look at I mean, you look at West Seattle, you look at uh, Lincoln, you're looking at Ingram. You know, it's just remarkable what's going on in the Metro League. Well, and that's that's to our tiered model in that sound division, you know, it is given those programs the opportunity to build themselves, to get better, to improve. And that's exactly what's happened. And, and we, we saw it this year, we've got three programs that, you know, we're all very competitive within each other, very close with each other. Those games between those programs, you know, came down to, you know, sometimes the last play of the game, that tiebreaker situation, uh, you know, we had to 
we had to figure out how to wait, you know, to, to separate those, those three teams. And we had to have a little tiebreaker uh, game to, to do that at the end of the year. So, you know, it's just a tribute to the way we've got things set up. It's a tribute to the coaches and the programs and the kids of how competitive and how much they like to improve and, and get better and, and enjoy the competition of football. Right. And, and Pat, not, not to diminish, uh, you talked about Corey Sampson at Rainier Beach. And I want to talk a little bit about him uh, and his program again, because again, I don't think many people expected Rainier Beach to have the season that they did. I mean, some pretty big name kids um, who, you know, graduated and went on to the college level. Um, and yes, they have some very good players over there, but this program also is one that does not have the numbers that other programs have. But, you know, Corey really has this team believing in themselves their ability and each other and it shows on the field absolutely and Corey, you know when when i think Corey thrives on that kind of stuff when people think that rainier beach doesn't have anything or you know let's let's not count rainier beach and i think Corey takes that to heart you know because they they have the attitude hey we're gonna we're gonna strap it up and go against anybody and we're gonna give you problems and and they sure do boy they they go week in and week out they don't have the numbers like some of the other programs, but, uh, you know, player for player, they, they're ready to compete with anybody. And Corey does a great job of, of prepping those players and getting them ready and motivated to play. So it, he uh, does a fantastic job. Yeah. Now, Pat, uh, the Metro League has, still has two teams alive in the state uh, 3A playoffs in Eastside Catholic and O'Day. Uh, Rainer Beach lost a heartbreaker last week with just seconds left in the game. Garfield was eliminated the prior week in a, in a hard fight. Uh, game that was a 7-0 game. You know, can you talk about the representation of the Metro League this year as it relates to football? Because you know, most people want to talk about basketball when it comes to the Metro League, but the competitiveness that we've talked about this morning in football across the board is something that uh, is continuing to evolve. You know, I would venture to say that this. Is, I mean, when you talk about basketball, it's no doubt that's the top. Metro is the top league in the state, one of the top leagues in the country. But when you're talking about football, I, I would say that the Metro League uh, is in the same boat, where it probably is the top league in the state of Washington. Oh, listen, you know that's that's the uh, the credit of our coaches and our kids. And and Chris, it's not it's just not only in football and basketball. You know, if we look at some of our other sports in our league, we've got a highly competitive league in all of our sports. We've got talent in. And throughout our, our schools that, you know, the, the kids are, are very talented. And it, we put them in the environment, a competition environment of Metro League. You know, week in and week out, they're playing tough competition in football, basketball, whatever the sport is. It's, that it, it's, it's no picnic out there for, for these teams. And so what they're doing really is, is preparing themselves in our league to prepare themselves for postseason. And when we get to postseason, our teams aren't, aren't afraid of anybody. It's more like, hey, we get to play somebody else, and let's go take it to somebody else because we're tired of playing ourselves, you know. <laughs> so, um, but it's just it's super competitive, and uh, you know, I just think that we've got our league really structured really well, and and for the competition and and the likes of our talent. So, it's, uh, it's right. pretty fun to watch. <laughs> uh, Pat, speaking of fun to watch. Uh, in the state playoffs. Both O'Day and Eastside Catholic will be in action this Saturday. Can you talk a little bit about the playoff line that will take place at Memorial Stadium uh, this Saturday? Yeah, we've uh, we've actually, you know, again, we've got O'Day and Eastside Catholic, uh, two of our, our uh, 
Metro teams that are competing. They are going to play Saturday at Memorial Stadium. Uh, O'Day plays at 1 o'clock. Eastside Pappet plays at 4 o'clock. Encourage people to come out and watch those games. They're going to be great games. You know, um, the, uh, both, both teams are, both of our teams are really strong. They're playing some uh, West Coast teams, that, which are also strong. So they're going to be highly competitive games. So I encourage fans to come out because uh, the high school football will be really, really good here at Memorial Stadium this Saturday. Right. And, and Pat, before I let you go, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about basketball because I see <laughs> where Brandon Roy <laughs> I couldn't let you get away without talking about basketball, that's for sure. Yeah. I, yeah. Here we go, I, right? Yeah. <laughs> I see where Brandon Roy is returning to Garfield, which I'm sure just adds some excitement. Uh, you know, people looking forward to the basketball season. Again, you know, there's a lot of talent when it comes to basketball and the Metro League. But, you know, as as the president of the Metro League, as the director of athletics, you know, knowing what you guys have in this pool of basketball, you know, how excited. And I, I don't want I'm not trying to get you to diminish any of the other sports at all, because we just talked about how exciting the other ones are. But basketball is a marquee sport uh, here in the area and across the nation. Metro League is one of the top teams in top leagues in the country. How excited do you get about basketball season when it approaches, especially when you start seeing, you know, the different headlines about, you know, coaches and players and, you know, the phone calls and emails. You know, how exciting is that to, to just be a, a part of that, you know, just that basketball presence that's here in the Pacific Northwest now? Well, it's absolutely thrilling, Chris, you know, it, it, to, to, uh, to be able to be a part of, of the league and the talent and the teams and the coaches that we have, the coaches that we have are tremendous, you know, and just putting it all together to see the products that are put out on the basketball court. And if, if people haven't been to a high school basketball game in the Metro league in a while, I encourage them to go out and watch because the, the level of play is just unreal. And, and the kids are super talented, not only on the boys side, but, but on the girls side too. So, you know, what I'm proud of is, is that, you know, our, our kids are competing and they're competing at a high level and they're not backing down to anybody. And, and uh, they're they're working towards their goals. And, and um, it's just exciting to see. So I encourage wow. people. We're in the very first week of basketball where the kids are just starting their turnouts uh, this week. Uh, the games and stuff will come in about another week or so days. The game competition will start and it'll be really exciting for people to come out and see see metro league right. basketball it's, it's it's off the charts right man if, if they plan on going to a game i advise them to to plan on getting there early to make sure that they can get in and get a seat yeah. every every exactly. every gym is packed <laughs> <laughs> yeah it sure seems that way but that's a good that's a great thing because it's good it's a great environment for our kids right well pat i know you're busy uh with all the things that are going on from trans you know in the middle of of one season that uh, going to be closing out in a few few weeks, uh, and then you're at the beginning of another season. So I know things are a little busy and hectic, but I do appreciate your time this morning, and uh, just thank you uh, for all the things you guys are doing with the Metro League and and just helping to uh, create this platform for our young men and young women to really uh, excel and compete. Yeah, it's always a pleasure, Chris. You know, we we do it for the kids, and it's fun, and and it's always great working with you.